0: Hey, 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 everyone, welcome back to everything with Ali Levine, you guys, I have such an incredible guest today. I have Micah Folsom. And I was recently on her incredible podcast, Do Your Crap, which is like a top podcast. I highly recommend wherever you listen to this podcast, you go find her and listen to hers because it is so motivating, it is like the top 50 podcasts out there. And she really helps women and entrepreneurs like create simple habits and break through the mindset blocks that are keeping them from feeling their best and living their best lives and their desires. And this podcast is so incredible. I'm so honored to get to be a guest. You guys, Micah is a mom of five and a wife to a large animal veterinarian. And living in Rexford, Idaho. For the past eight years, she's been blessed with the opportunity to help thousands of women elevate their health, mindset, and joy while creating wealth, building a business alongside that journey. And like I mentioned to you, she has a Do Your Crap podcast. She's also a top leader in Beachbody. And so you guys, this is a woman and a mother who truly inspires me. I love getting to follow her social media journey. We connected, on Instagram. Like I said, I was on her amazing show. She really shares the, you know, her life and everything with the trenches of motherhood. And she's a huge believer in that women can rock their lives and shouldn't feel guilty for having passions outside of mom life. And it's so fitting because today I was telling her that Amelia is off schedule and is uh, currently right next to me right now going, (laughs) and I told her she had to be quiet because I'm recording a podcast. So Micah, welcome to my show. We're just making it happen today, girl.
1: (laughs) That's right, girl. I am so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. You are such an inspiration and such a light. Why don't you tell a little bit more about your story than that's not in your bio, because there's so much to you. I mean, you, you have this incredible podcast that's top rated, you know, you have, you know, being the top of body. I mean, those are not small achievements. Why don't you let us into a little bit more of Mike and how that came to be?
1: Yeah, so it's funny because growing up, all I ever wanted was to be a mom, and I was like, that was my end goal. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get through college, and I really only was going to college because I was on a volleyball scholarship. So it wasn't even like I wanted this school degree or anything. I was like, I'll go through, I'll go through college, I'll get married, and I'll have babies and be a stay at home mom forever and live happily ever after. And that was literally like my big life goal and vision and dream. And while motherhood is amazing. And like I said, or like you said, five kids later, it's incredible. But after I had my first, I, I kind of found myself like, okay, well, what's next? I was like floundering. Like, well, what do I do? Like, I have a baby. I'm watching HGTV all day where we can't really have a conversation yet. She doesn't talk like, okay, what what (laughs) am I going to do? And so that's when I became obsessed with taking pictures I think like most moms do and I got my first camera and I started watching tutorials on YouTube and I bought some workshops online that I could become self-taught as a photographer and I got into photography and I started a business and I was doing that for three and a half years and that was awesome. I thought it was the dream. I thought it was like, okay, this is the ultimate, like I can have a passion outside of motherhood, I can work on my own schedule. I don't have to like clock in. I don't have to answer to a boss. And then while my husband was in the middle of vet school, I started all that while my husband was playing NFL football for a couple of years. So we were like living in hotels for a while while he was in training camp. And then we got an apartment for a year. And then the second year he was playing, we were bouncing all over the place. Like every two weeks, he was with a new team. I was pregnant with my second baby and that's when I was like, okay, like I, I gotta take care of myself. Like I gotta find something. So in between all of the mumbo jumbo, like moving around, I needed some consistency with my health. and that's when I was introduced to Beachbody, but it was as a customer. So I ordered on an infomercial, started working on my health again, incorporating that into motherhood, was running my full-time wedding photography business. and then JD was in the middle of vet school and I had already I had had my second baby. We were doing that vet school life and I was found myself like high-fiving JD out the door and I'm like, okay, he would, he would be gone super early in the morning to go to school. He'd be gone all day. He'd be, be home like right before dinner. We would do dinner and I would high-five him out the door, go do sessions, come home, edit till late. And I was like, okay, I don't really, I don't know, like may, I don't know if this is as cool as I thought it was going to be but it was helping us get through school. It was helping pay the bills. And so I was making it work. And at that time I found myself once again, feeling like crap, needing a solution to be healthy. And I found another program to do, which was Beachbody because I knew it worked. And that's when I was introduced to the actual coaching opportunity. Now at that time, I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know how coaching worked. I didn't want to build another business. I was very happy with photography and I was very fulfilled. But when I started coaching and I, and I started kind of just doing it organically, sharing my journey, um, helping other women get connected with the solutions that were helping me. I was like, okay, this is freaking awesome. Like I can literally do anything from my phone in the cracks. Like I don't have to be in my office. I don't have to be like door shut focus. I can just do it in the cracks while my kids are playing on the floor or while, while I'm in carpool line or whatever. And I really started just falling in love with the process of making an impact in women's lives and helping them really find their identity again, really helping them find their confidence again, really helping them prioritize themselves in the midst of life, motherhood, career, all of those things that women spend so much time focusing outwards and they weren't taking care of themselves. And I just fell in love with that process and so eight months into my coaching journey, that's when I decided to hang up my camera shop and I shut down shop with my photography business. And that honestly was like, that was hard on my ego because I had built that from the ground up and it was my baby. And I was so proud of it. And at that point in my photography career, I was doing workshops for other photographers and I was teaching and I was Really, in a place where it was fulfilling and I was loving it. So, to really make that decision to pivot, that's when I had to get real with myself around, okay, what do I actually want in life? What do I want in life? And how can I live in alignment with that? And so, that gave me the courage to stop the photography work because the long hours, the hustle, bustle, running the business side, it just really wasn't feeling my heart anymore. And I knew that I, could go a different direction with coaching. And that's what I went all in with it. So it's been eight years now. Um, obviously three babies later, (laughs) we're still going strong and I've just fallen in love with just the power that social media gives us to connect as human beings, to just share our stories, to build solid relationships, to help people feel their best and live their best. And that's essentially why I started the podcast was to be another just passion outlet to just make a bigger impact and help more people just feel more joy, honestly.
0: The <laughs> real mom, life, I've got million next to me handing me her oh, yeah, lesson. Oh, okay, me. Okay. Hold on. So, real mom, I've got Amelia standing here, and she's on her preschool lesson, and I don't know what she hit, and she's like (laughs) stuck in something that she's um, doing. But um, okay, so first off, I loved hearing that story and what you shared because so much of that talked about you trusting your intuition. So much of that talked about you listening to that kind of that nudge of like something's not working. I need to shift. Something doesn't feel right and align with me anymore. And I think as moms. You know, a lot of times it's easy to ignore that it's easy to just stay in what's going on because there is so much happening and we're like, oh, I just got to keep it moving. Like this is working. So like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But there comes a point where all of a sudden, you know, like you said, you come to a place and you're like, does this, you know, work anymore? Or is this, you know, like actually like what I want to be doing or does something need to give? And I also appreciate that you spoke to your ego with like the photography because you worked so hard. That was your baby. You worked so hard on that. You built that up so much. And so what, you know, do you, you know, what do you do when you're sitting there and you're like, well, this works and I've been doing this and I really, you know, like love what I'm doing, but at the same time, I'm feeling this pull, I'm feeling this this call, I'm feeling this shift. And so at that same time, like, what do I do? So let's talk about, I would love for you to share like that moment when you kind of realize like that, that like idea of, of ego and you, because I think a lot of times for people, it's hard to like actually realize like in that moment, like that it's your ego, right? Like we, you know, like we have our higher selves and we have the ego and, and I've had this dance within myself very much so. And I think it's interesting, like so many moms I speak to go through this and I think it's like a real true, Um, evolvement of who we are and who we become. And I know I said on your show, like, I really feel we're reborn as moms each time with each child. And so you speaking to all that kind of also like, you know, reshares that for me and reaffirms that. And so when you came to that place of like, you know, like the constant high-fiving and like what was going on and kind of just this back and forth and then also realizing your health was maybe not the best and all this stuff that was kind of like, I guess in a way kind of like nudging you, it's kind of like telling you like, Hey, are you paying attention to this? how did you handle the ego and say like, oh, you know what? I, I, I realize these things. I feel these shifts and these nudges from the universe and everything. But like at the same time, I'm playing with this dance of my ego of like, I, I love this. I've been doing this. I built this. Like, how do I say goodbye to this? Like, I would love for you to share that because I think there are so many times, especially nowadays what we are all in in that we have to make constant changes and shifts more than like we maybe want to more than we're used to. And like, how do you how do you personally or how did you personally approach that moment of realizing that and then really going all in with peach body because look how much you followed your intuition how you went for it and now you know you are a top leader for them and it's not just about a job for you it's so much more and passion yeah. how do you go from that
1: yeah i mean i think it it a couple different things so first of all i had to get real with myself so when i was When I was doing both, when I was still running my photography business and I was getting into the coaching stuff, I had to really get in tune with what felt the best. And so naturally I noticed that when I was, I would get, um, inquiries. So I would get brides that were inquiring about pricing and booking. And, and every time an email would come in, I would be like, oh shoot, another inquiry. And I'm like, what? Like red flag. That is not how you're supposed to feel when you're generating like a new client and growth and income and doing what you, what you are supposed to love. And so I had to pay attention to those, just those little feelings, those, those emotions that started to surface that were never there before. I, I, but never there before. And so I paid attention to those first and I, and I kind of would push them aside at the beginning because I would go back to like, Oh my gosh. There's no way you could give this up. How much money have you put into this? How much equipment do you have? How much time have you spent learning and growing your skills and, and how much time away from your family? And that would all be for a waste. Like you can't give this up. You've got to keep going. And I would play that, that narrative in my head until finally what really happened was I started generating more income with my coaching business. And I think as a blessing, I would not have just given it up if I had nothing to then move into. But since I was already moving in the coaching opportunity and I was already in that space of feeling aligned with more purpose, feeling aligned with my heart, feeling aligned with really truly what I felt called to do. It was a lot easier to just make that decision of, okay, I'm going to finish out my clients. I'm going to I'm going to follow through on all the contracts that I've committed to. And I'm not taking anything new. And when I made that decision, it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I was like, okay, this feels good. And so just really, I think it always comes back to that. Just being in alignment, being so in tune with your heart and those nudges and those thoughts and those ideas, because we're all so unique and we have those different nudges and we have those different promptings. And the more you act on those, the more joy and fulfillment you'll find in life because you are on your path and not someone else's. And so I think that's what I had to really just be true to.
0: I love that, and I love that not only you mentioned about you know paying attention to those nudges, but also like when you were getting those inquiries, how you were like, "Oh wait, like yeah. what? Why am I thinking this way?" Because I went through the same thing with styling. Like it was like I was getting all those inquiries to style, and I was like, "Oh, what is that gonna mean? Oh, what is that gonna?" And it's like when you start realizing that and you're looking at it that way, you're like, wait, why yeah. am I doing this this way? But I think it's interesting that there's a lot of people, right. Who maybe, at a not very conscious level, you know, or not conscious at all, just are like, okay, it's just another job. So just take it instead mm-hmm. of actually paying attention to like what they really feel. And I love that you said to like tap into, you know, those feelings and your heart resonance and be like, does this really align? Yeah. And even if it is so hard to kind of save your ego, you know what, I may not fully know what's to come next, but I know this is no longer resonating. I think that's the difference and I think that's why you show up so big in this space when people are so drawn to you is because you know you're an example of that. And you stepped into more of your authentic self when you got into, you know, Beachbody and realized that like not only is this for my health but this is now also a part of what I want to be doing and that's why you know you advanced and you became a top leader. So, you know, as you as you kind of advanced at Beachbody and as things happened and you went from just being a customer to then actually becoming this top leader like what was that like for you? Because that must've been such a shift for you. I mean, mentally, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I could imagine there must've been massive shifts in your career and also in your family life and everything else going through that, because that was a major change from what you were doing.
1: Yeah. And it, and I feel like it, it didn't really feel like such a big thing because it was so gradual. So like thinking back, it was interesting because when I started, like I mentioned, I did not have any goals or aspirations to build the business. I didn't really have like any expectations or any big dreams that I wanted to accomplish within Beachbody. But as I started to do the work and I started to just like my, my feet hit the ground and I'm like, all right, let's figure this out. And then when I found so much joy in doing the things and doing the work, part of what we do as coaches is the personal growth aspect. That's like part of a fundamental thing we do every day. And that's what I fell in love with. And I think so then it was such a seamless process because I was growing as a human. I was growing my mindset. I was developing, um, different skill sets that I never had before. I was overcoming fears and limiting beliefs just throughout the process of coaching. And so becoming a leader was just like that next step of, okay, I'm learning this. I'm doing this. I found success in this. And now let me teach my team had to do it. So it wasn't really like a big change that felt like drastic in life. It was just such a gradual growth process. Um, But looking back, it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy (laughs) to look back and be like, holy crap, how did this all get started? And look where we are now and how, like how it's been eight years of just, and it's flown by. It's, it's really incredible.
0: Well, and, I can imagine it's surreal and I can imagine that it's, you know, like so, so much, so much, you know, like you said, it, in a way it was a like slow shift in the sense of like, it just kind of kept um, going and you just kind of kept showing up in what you were doing. I think that's another piece of this, right? Is to just keep showing up in what you're doing. If you're really feeling those poles and you're really feeling that heart resonance, because I think it's so easy when you spoke to those living beliefs earlier, it's so easy to just say, I'm not going to do this because I'm not where I want to be, or yeah. I've got this going on, you know, with the kids and, you know, things are busy as we are all busy and life is crazy. And I think the fact that you really kind of had those moments of like, no, if it means I got to do it when I'm sitting on the floor playing with my kids and like. I'll do it. If it means like, I have to work on this at, you know, at this time, like while I'm in the carpool lane, I'll do it. Like, I think that's where you really start to see the shifts within everyone in different, you know, jobs, especially as entrepreneurs, when you just continue to show up, even if it is just in little bits and that builds up so much. And I think that it's so interesting, you know, and I'm sure you've experienced this too on social media. So many people reach out and be like, oh my gosh, I want to do what you know you're doing. And, and they think it's just like this overnight success. And they think that, you know, it's like just this, just that. And they don't realize how much you genuinely show up all the time constantly. And for you, especially not just for you, but for all the women that you're leading and you're building with you and everything you're doing. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. And so I would love for you to speak to limiting beliefs and how you have, you know, like, I know you purposely have really done a great job of continuing to show up and also really squash those limiting beliefs. And you speak to that very heavily on your socials. I would love you to share a little bit more about that here and like what limiting beliefs mean to you?
1: Yeah, I love it. I mean, and we all have them and they can literally be the things that stop you in your tracks and keep you from progressing and becoming the next level version of you. So that's, that's one of the things that I really became passionate about was like defining what was holding me back, defining my, my fears, defining the, the narrative in my head that was keeping me from taking the next step. And then being like, okay, I got to work through this. How can I do this? Um, and obviously personal growth is huge. Like really, 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 really getting in tune with your specific limiting beliefs. Not what is the most popular book going around right now? Like what is Sarah reading that that she's loving? But being like, hey, what is holding me back in life? What is keeping me from growing? What is keeping me from doing the things that I want to do? What are What's keeping me from sharing my voice authentically? Whatever it is. And then finding, asking someone, okay, have you, like, do you have experience with a book that would help with this? Like really being intentional with the growth process has been huge for me. So just really identifying what they are, being proactive about like getting through them, working through them, and then understanding that it's not like you get through them and then they go away forever. Like they resurface, right? Things resurface all the time when you experience something in life or whatever And we have to be proactively taking care of our brain, proactively taking care of our soul. So part of what I do, I do a morning routine that just really energizes me, like sets me up for success from the inside out. And I feel like that's been one of the things that has helped me stay consistent for eight years is really taking care of my energy. And that's something that I think a lot of people probably put the to the wayside when when times get busy when life gets busy they're like okay what actions do i have to take what what things do i have to like get done today and they don't do the internal work they don't do the soul like the stuff that fuels you right and that is where everything else is stemming from so that's one thing is the personal growth in the morning vision is another thing that i that i really tapped into is getting in alignment with my life goals and then understanding how my business played into that and how, when I hit certain business goals, it was accomplishing a life goal, staying connected with both my business and life instead of compartmentalizing and being like, okay, well, this is my business and this is motherhood. And like, I can't do both at the same time. Like it was really interweaving those things. And my vision is how I've really, really, really tapped into kind of moving into that next stage of where we want to go as a family and that breaking through those stories that oftentimes hold us back. I had a big limiting belief around just motherhood in regards to, I have to do all the things I have to be the best mom. I have to do the cleaning. I have to do the laundry. I have to do all of the cooking. I have to do all of the things. Oh, and PS, I also have this passion for building a business. So I guess I have to do everything within that too. And so I had to break through some, some limiting stories that I had carried with me all throughout life and become open to delegating things that didn't take my brain power and that I really didn't like to do anyway. So I had to get stuff off my plate to clear more room for things that I loved. And it's just been like an evolution of identifying what's holding me back, And then how can I work through that? Identifying what's holding me back. How can I work through that? And the vision story has been, that's something that I do at the, as part of my morning routine. And basically I write out our vision and there's different, like it's story form. So it's about five minutes long of me reading it, like recorded. And so I listen to it on loop for 10 minutes every morning. And it's basically me telling myself what life we've created, the impact I'm making, the income we're making, the, um, where we're at in our business, what we're doing with the income that we've, we've made to serve others and to spend our time exactly how we want. And it's like, some of the things haven't happened yet. Some of them are happening. And then I have to go back and rewrite when things do happen to like create the next chapter. And that's something that I've been incorporated for a couple of years now. And it has helped, Just me stay in alignment with my true self, what I want most, the desires on my heart, where I want to go. And then your actions become elevated because they stay in alignment with who you're becoming. So that's been really powerful too. Wow.
0: I love that. So first off, I love that you really said, like you had to kind of look at everything and be like, okay, just because I don't want to do all of these things, whether it was motherhood, whether it was things in career, whether things as a wife, whatever it is, Personal, you know, you looked at that and you're like, okay, it's okay that some of these things fall, or I delegate yeah, yeah. some of these things, or I change some of these things. I think that's something that, you know, many of us, many, many of us have women beliefs around that are like this must happen. This must be done. That must happen. You know, and I had that conversation with, you know, a family member recently where, you know, I said to them, I'm like, look, I'm an entrepreneur. Laundry is not first thing on my list. Like totally. it's just not. It gets done. But it's not something that I am like, I must get the laundry done or I'm not a good mom. Like, it's just not or I'm not a good wife. Like, it's just something I had to also really tweak in my mind. Like, you know what? It will get done. I will make it a priority for sure, probably on the weekend. But I'm choosing to move this aside so I can focus on other things because that is not a priority. And I think so many times, especially as moms, and I appreciate you, you know, sharing that. It's like, you know, we're told in our mind that like, you know, those things must be done you know, and like, that is part of, you know, what we need to do in order to keep, you know, this with the householder, you know, you need to do that, or, you know, constantness with cleaning or whatever it might be. And I think a lot of that is also generational. And it's, you know, it's really interesting when you hear other entrepreneurs, you know, especially moms speak to that as well. And are like, yeah, no, I had to say like, I'm going to delegate this and I'm going to let go of this. and I'm not going to allow this to hold me back. Like when you said, have it stop you in your tracks, that resonated so hard with me because like I've had mornings like that, especially recently with like our move and everything we're doing. And I have to like check in with myself and be like, okay, that's just this moment. It's a limiting belief. Like see it, let it go, release it, move forward. What am I going to do? And I love that you shared about the vision. Can you Break that down like piece by piece. Cause I think some people should write this down. If you guys have a pen or go back to this episode and, you know, write this down, put it, you know, in your Apple note, whatever you use to, you know, really look at things. I know for me, it's a journal. Like, you know, Micah said, same for her. Like, I would love for you to share that a little bit more because I think that's a really cool piece of the speaking to living beliefs, speaking to the empowerment and confidence in self. And then also, like you said, how you move through it and you rise to that occasion.
1: Yeah, I actually I actually have a vision mini workshop that I created that they can all get access to. Um, let me think of the link. It's mica fulsomfit.com slash vision. Okay. And
0: I'll the podcast I have show notes. Okay.
1: Perfect. And I break it down with videos and I have a workbook to help you like do the work because it's it's something that literally has transformed me as a human. It's transformed obviously how I feel in motherhood, how I operate, um, every single day. And it is something that doesn't take talent. And that's what I love. I love things that do not take talent that anyone can apply and implement in their life and see growth and improvement. And so that's one of the things that I'm super passionate about. So basically you just, you brain dump and I'll like briefly walk you through it. You brain dump different sections. So first it's contrast statements. Like, what are you unhappy with? What are you frustrated with? What are you Um, what do you want to change? Because I found that, especially in women, they have a harder time being like, what do I want? How do I want life to be? How do I want life to feel? Because most of us don't even allow ourselves to want more. We don't even allow ourselves to like go there because we're so kind of stuck in that mentality of like, well, I have my needs met. I'm taken care of. I shouldn't want more. I feel guilty wanting more. Who am I to want more? And so then it stops. And that's why, Obviously, growth and improvement and next level stuff also stops because you don't even let yourself desire those things. So you do the contrast statements, then you brain dump everything that you want in life, everything that's on your heart, your desires, and then you kind of categorize them and you section them out. So you have like your income and your personal life and your health and your impact and um your relationships, all of the things that are most important to you. And then you go into story mode and you literally write out a story so that you can read it, you can record yourself, and then you can listen to it. So it's such a powerful exercise. And just hearing those things, your subconscious doesn't know the difference between your imagination and reality. And this is why repetition around listening to it every single morning is so crucial. You can't just write out your vision or write out some affirmation statements and then expect change to happen. You have to do the repetition work because your subconscious mind has all of these limiting beliefs. It has all of these stories. It has all of these things that have been like thrown in because our brain is open and it doesn't close off. And it just takes in stuff all the time, especially at a young age. And so we live with these beliefs and we have these rules that we've created for ourselves. And until we do the work to literally rewire our belief system and rewire our brain, our self-image has that barometer where it like gets to a certain place and it's like, eh, "Nope, no 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 no, you're going too far out. Like you're going too far out. Let's go back." And that's where self-sabotage happens and that's where all the things that people slip into they take place because your self-image hasn't grown with your actions and with your new behaviors. And so that's what the vision exercise, implementing that on a daily basis will help you literally rewire your beliefs, instill new confidence, instill new just belief in yourself that you can become more, that you're worthy of more, that you're allowed to want the things on your heart. And uh, I just love it so much. Yeah, go grab it. MicaFolsomfit.com slash vision. I promise Amazing. it'll be worth it. Yeah,
0: I'll put it in the show notes, guys. That's incredible. I love how you broke that down. I also really love like one, first off, you can hear your passion when you're sharing all this. But two, how you spoke to that growth of like how you know you're growing with that vision, right? And that creates that involvement, that creates us to rise up to the occasion. And it's not just, you know, like you said, just, you know, writing it down. It's like really living it, feeling it, experiencing it. You know, I can see why that would be incredible. You know, I experienced that a lot in meditation and everything else. I'm excited to even honestly check this out and do it myself. I'm like, that's, that's amazing. So I know we have to wrap things up here soon. Um, You know, real mom life and entrepreneur life, but I would love for you to kind of tell us, you know, what you're working on now, um, you know, what's maybe going on as far as being a top leader for you know beach body what maybe you want people to know about, you know, being a top leader, you know, in that space um, and anything else that you you know would want to share, because I think this has been so motivating and transforming. And I hope everyone that is listening has really felt like they can take something away to help transform, you know, their business, their life, their soul. I mean, I, I love, Micah, that you really, when you speak to on social, on your podcast, you know, like you really do hit that soul level. And I feel like, that especially right now is so important for people to do the work on themselves and like really dig into the souls. I just, I love how soulful you are. So I'd love for you to share like what's coming, anything else you want to share with us? And then of course, tell us where we can find you and follow you.
1: Yeah. So as far as, I mean, as far as Beachbody goes, I will be a Beachbody grandma. Like it is instilled (laughs) in my soul The habits, the lifestyle, I just love everything about it. So I work with women every single month who just have goals they want to work on, health goals, nutrition, fitness, community. And so if you're needing something like that, definitely reach out to me. I will be doing it forever, cultivating a a community of women just doing life together. And that's what I think I'm so passionate about within, I call it my virtual gym. That's where I work with my clients. And then my coach community, I mean, I'm as far as like why I started the podcast, I fell in love with mentoring women. I fell in love with helping women really step into that next level of themselves. And thankfully, the business has allowed me to feel really confident in taking someone by the hand and being like, okay, let's transform your life. Because at first I'm like, okay, let's transform your health. And I could do that with my clients. I could do that with my clients, with the workouts and the nutrition programs And then when I started working with my team of coaches who now have this financial opportunity along with it, I'm like, okay, let's transform your life. And obviously mindset is, is a huge part of that, the personal growth, the health and all the things. But now you have this business that I also get to mentor you in. I fell in love with that. I fell in love with people just really making positive change happen for them generationally. Like it's been so cool to see the impact that it has. And then with the podcast, that was just my like next level of, okay, let's expand our reach. I can't work with everyone within Beach Body. Some people have their own adventures that they love, their own businesses, but I still want to help them grow. I still want to help them feel their best. I still want to help them find joy in their business. And so that's when that started and I fell in love with that. And currently bringing you to the what's next I haven't even talked about this anywhere. So like, yeah, rally show season first. (laughs) Um, I'm building a course for entrepreneurs specifically in the network marketing industry that really, really, really digs into helping you build a life-changing business that ignites your soul and helps you stay in alignment with your values and your heart. Because I find so many people building businesses are, hustling and hustling and hustling and working all the time and never shutting down and have no boundaries and have no structure and feel burnt out. And I'm like, no, you can build so much success, multiple seven figures, like the sky is the limit and be joyful and live in alignment with your values and be a mother of however many kids you want. And, 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 And so I'm building a course that really dives into the mindset side of that, the habit side of that, the strategy side of that with recruiting and building a team and mentorship. And it is like, oh, it has been so Fun. So that's going to be launching in the next couple months. And I'm super, that's amazing. That. Congrats.
0: I can't wait to Thank
1: you. check it out. I
0: mean, this will probably be out before that, but you'll have to, once it's out, we'll have to add it back into the show notes. People can okay. check it out. I mean, that's awesome. I could so see that for you. And I think some people <laughs> use that. And I agree with you, you know, even for me, it took me a long time to understand that like, you know, the hustle and grind isn't all it's cracked up to be that, it, you know, totally. it, it's really kind of putting you in circles. It's actually making more limiting beliefs. It's making things more chaotic. It just it adds on so many layers instead of, like you said, actually streamlining, actually getting into your message, actually really tapping into you and being like, this is what I want to do. This is you know how I want to align. This is what I've always been trying to do. And this is how I streamline it. So that is so cool. I love it. Oh yeah. my God. You're such a bright light. Like I said, you're so motivating. I just love how you share. I'm so happy you got to share your story here. Guys, I'll also put my episode to Micah's podcast and her amazing show with my episodes. You guys can check it out because we had such an incredible conversation there as well. And I really, I'm not kidding you guys. Like if you want motivation, if you want to find things that are going to help further inspire you, which you know I'm all about, go to her Do Your Crap podcast because it is, it really is. It's like, just do it. No more excuses, just do it. It's amazing. So Micah, tell us where we can find you and follow you. And thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you, Allie. Yeah. You can find me on, I hang out mostly on Instagram at Micah Folsom fit. And then my bio link has everywhere else. You can find me the courses, the virtual gym, the mentorship, all the things are there.
0: Amazing. All the things. And guys, I'm sure there's so much you got out from this, but if there's anything, you know, you really took away from this episode. I hope it's what she spoke about with the visualization, really getting to work on yourself, really getting clear with your alignment and what you want to be doing, and then rising up that occasion to be there. So Micah, thank you so much. And guys, cheers till next time. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to Everything with Ali Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe. Tune in weekly for new episodes and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.